What's going on, Hobby Lobby? Today, I want to do something different. I want to talk about being happy. And this is a subject that I have rarely taken the time to address and give my thoughts on. And the main reason for that is because maybe I'm just recently learning exactly what it means to be happy or to actually chase happiness. And I've been basically not happy for a very long time. And the biggest problem of that is I have no reason to be unhappy. Now, I'm not saying that in my personal life, things are bad. I'm not saying that I don't love my family or my relationship. None of those things. Those things are good. They're great, actually. But oftentimes I find myself not being satisfied, not feeling fulfilled or having a sense of meaning. Now, just a little history lesson. I grew up in basically abject poverty, grew up in the projects. And many of you who've been watching my show may have heard me mention this story time and time again. So I won't rehash the whole thing, but I was a child who thought I was special and I wanted to be special. I always envisioned myself being someone who grew up, the whole world knew about me. And I did something fundamental that changed and altered people's lives. Well, I went through a lot of phases, as many of us do throughout our lives. Uh, As a young kid, I wanted to be a gangster. That's all I really wanted to be. I wanted to be the best gangster because that's the people that I idolized growing up. Uh, Leaving the house, I saw gangsters. I saw people rolling dice, selling drugs, carrying firearms, et cetera, et cetera. And those people seemed to be the ideal in my environment. So early on, I got into my head that if I was going to thrive, I needed to thrive as a gangster. Um, It didn't make it any easier that I was watching movies like The Godfather or Goodfellas, and I was actually falling in love with the characters and wanting to mimic those characters, even though I kind of ignored the fact that a lot of those characters didn't necessarily end up in the best place. But long story short, I ended up going through that process, and over time, I wanted to become a rapper. Um, I started making music and writing poetry, Um, ended up doing time, got out, and I was trying to find direction. So I went to school, got my business degree. I met my wife. And that whole time, I was literally believing that I was going to uh, still be something. I was going to make a difference. And it became toxic, not only to myself, but it became toxic to the people around me. I'm a radical by nature. Uh, Anything that I put my mind to or anything that I'm actually interested in, I tried to put my best foot forward and really throw myself 100% in. And that's something that I've had to like learn to dial down and try to rein myself in. So I ended up getting into politics uh, later on because uh, people wanted to know exactly what my thoughts were. Um, I had spent a lot of time reading and learning and trying to study to become smart because I felt like the reason I had strayed early on in my life was due to the fact that I had the bad, I had bad influences and the wrong people giving me advice, or I had the lack of accurate information or wrong information. So I I really felt like I had been lied to for most of my life because there was a bigger world out there that I just didn't have access to. And I didn't want to deprive myself of that 
knowledge. So I started seeking knowledge and really trying to understand the world and trying to see how I can use information and knowledge to further myself and not make mistakes that might end me up back in jail or living in poverty again. So I went down the route of religion and I went down the route of politics and I ended up engaging with people over these conversations and trying to, you know, get to the truth of it. And lo and behold, you know, people kept telling me, start a podcast, start a YouTube channel, start this, et cetera, et cetera. So I did. Eventually I sat down with my camera and I started having these conversations and let's say I did pretty well. I could have done better, but I've done pretty well by a lot of different metrics and standards. And most of that is mainly due to you all listening and caring about what I have to say, whether it's whether you heard me talk about a political issue, a religious issue, or something about music, something I said resonated with you enough to stick around and hear what Javier has to say. But the whole time, I've still been wrestling with my happiness, trying to figure out exactly what makes me happy. Uh, I started working a very good job. I made decent money. I purchased a house. I started putting together my life. And, you know, I started doing all the things that I felt like was the American dream. And for some reason, I just felt like I wasn't hitting my mark. I noticed that there was a lot of toxic, uh, a toxic behavior and personalities on the Internet. But in order to be engaged with certain issues, you have to kind of follow the stories and figure out exactly what people are talking about and what's the hot subjects that people want to debate. And. You know, I tried to keep up with it. I tried to like follow the story and try to, you know, focus on the viral moments and see if people would actually resonate with my videos. Um, and over time, I became less and less satisfied with the content that I was creating. I enjoyed the interactions. I enjoyed meeting people in my audience and like learning what you all care about and learn about and sharing our stories together. So that aspect of it was good, but. I still felt like I was missing what it was that was for me. And oftentimes we make this mistake of believing that we're going to reach a certain point and then that's it. That's the rest of your life. There's nothing after that. You've accomplished your goal. And every time I accomplished a goal, it was never enough. And now this is not some ancient knowledge that most people don't understand or haven't heard at some point in their life. This is something that people, especially in older generations, tell us all the time. You know, life goes on and, you know, you have to finish something and you're going to always want something after that. But every time I kept hitting a mark, I just kept feeling like, okay, but what next? What next? I, I could never just be satisfied that I had accomplished what I set out to accomplish. And even the fact of moving on to something new felt like I was cheating myself by settling for what I had accomplished and I could have done more. So I'm constantly left with my thoughts. I'm constantly trying to make sense of how do I find happiness in my personal life? Um, I don't necessarily discuss every aspect of my life on camera because I do truly believe that a person's personal life should be just that for the most part personal. Um, I didn't start a YouTube channel. I didn't start a podcast in order to air out my whole entire life in front of strangers. I really just didn't. I wanted to talk about meaningful topics that could resonate with people 
enlighten people and challenge people while also doing the same for myself. So I didn't really feel a need to like throw people into the day and day aspect of what I'm going through. But that also includes my mentality and my mood. For the longest, I've always prided myself on being somebody in control. I'm not really the emotional type. I never really try to pour in my personal feelings into any subject. I try to detach myself from every conversation that I have so that I can do it objectively and not be biased in my coverage or my engagement. And for the most part, I'm that way in real life. Even when I'm having debates with family members or friends, I'm never really personally invested in every subject that I'm talking about. I actually prefer not to be personally invested because a lot of times you can be so close to something, you can't see the whole entire thing. So I I figure that's great for me, but I'm still trying to find that thing. And if I'm going through this, somebody who's relatively successful by many different people's metrics, like, look, I'm not a millionaire. I'm not a billionaire. I'm not somebody who drives a Bugatti. I'm none of those things. And maybe I wouldn't even like myself if I was those things. You never really know what you will be given enough money, power, and access. And I know enough about myself given certain predicaments where I didn't have any of those things and I still acted very badly. So I'm no angel by a long stretch. And honestly, I don't know what kind of person I would be given more than I have, but I could actually be better. I just don't know, but I don't measure success by that. What I measure success is finding the things in your life that gives you a sense of meaning and you're okay doing that for the rest of your life. And I really honestly don't believe that most people find that one thing. And I've been searching for it. And this is me just being honest. I care about happiness. I care about your happiness. I care about my happiness. And I feel like we should be able to discuss all matters of subjects without it always having to be about controversy. It doesn't always have to be following or chasing the next story and trying to keep up with the next tragedy. Honestly, I really do believe that we're poisoning ourselves. Loneliness is on the rise and loneliness is deadly. Loneliness can cause people to be unhealthy and cause people a lot of misery and suffering. We don't take loneliness serious enough. And I really do believe that a lot of people are suffering from it. And loneliness comes in different forms, but for the most part, it's the lack of companionship. True human connections. And it has to go beyond your relationships with your wife or your husband because it 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 can't just be all on that one person because sometimes you need a break from that person. Sometimes that person needs a break from you or some some of the things you're dealing with is too personal and it can be harmful to that person when trying to express yourself. I've tried to make real genuine friendships in my personal life and it's hard. It's hard. And the reason it's hard is partly due to me. And it's also partly due to the environment and the society in which we're living in. On that first part, it's partly due to me. The reason I say that is because I got so head focused on being knowledgeable and engaging in great dialogue, debates, and discussions. And honestly, most men are just not 
interested in diving deep into philosophical conversations on a day-to-day basis and having all of their ideas challenged. So it can be hard to just be a normal guy because what most people might consider to be normal, I'm always looking to see what the flaws are or finding a way to challenge it so that I can get to the root of something being better or, you know, correcting a wrong ideology. So that makes it harder for me to connect with people who have the same interests as me, which is why YouTube and podcasts can be a form of therapy for people like myself, because it allows people who are interested in the same thing that I'm interested in, no matter what your geolocation is, to connect with me. And we can have these conversations and discussions, but it doesn't necessarily replace in-life interactions. And that's something that I had to learn over time. Now, the second aspect that I brought up is the society and the environment in which we live in. Why is it that we have to be upset and angry about everything? Why do we have to have an opinion about everything? There are so many subjects, even myself, somebody who likes to find out information about almost everything, I realize that I have my limitations and I can't be uh, a master on Ukraine and Russia. I can't be a master on vaccines. I can't be a master on abortion or race relations. You can't be a master at every single thing. But we live in a world where you're expected to have a position on every single aspect of our day-to-day lives. And I don't know why that is, but I've come to resent it. Not only do I resent it, but I made a decision not to participate in in it anymore. There's been many political stories or, you know, popular subjects that pop up with celebrities, et cetera, that everybody's talking about. And I still get the urge to want to jump in front of my camera and give my two cents about it. But what kind of person is that making me? Is that bringing me happiness? Is that causing me to be a better person? It's not. I'm just trying to jump on the wave, trying to get attention, trying to get more subscribers, trying to get more views. And in the meantime, it's become my whole identity. I would rush home after getting off of work and I would like have 10 different subjects that I want to cover and jump in front of a camera and record a video and put it out. But when do I get off of work and I actually go meet with a friend or a colleague or take up a new skill and a hobby? I don't. This YouTube studio, this YouTube experience, this podcast experience has become a major part of my life. If it's not me being home with my wife and working, it's YouTube or podcasting or listening to podcasts and YouTube videos. And it's just not fulfilling. Now, I bring this up because. I wonder how many of you are going down the same route, right? Excuse me, I uh, silenced my phone. But how many of you are going through the same thing? How many of you find yourself constantly watching video after video after video on YouTube, being sucked into the algorithm and being faced with outrage after outrage after outrage? I mean... For one, you're outraged because somebody's attacking somebody you support. 
and then you're outraged because you feel as if nobody understands you or that they're missing something. What about family? What about support, friendship, companionship? Now, I'm not saying that all of you suffer from this. I'm not saying it, but I'm afraid that maybe some of you are. And what is it doing to you? What is it doing to me? What is it doing to us? Why is it so hard for somebody like myself to make true, genuine connections with real people in the real world? And I'm a talented, very able-bodied person who can engage with people. I'm confident. And even I'm having a problem. So I could have had millions of views hundreds of thousands of subscribers. And sometimes I honestly wonder if I would be more unhappy. What if you get exactly what you want and you're not satisfied? What if it makes you worse? What if it makes you more sad? There are countless stories of content creators being burned out. Constant stories of people not being able to just cope with pushing out content over and over and over again. You know, YouTube used to be a place where you could go and just connect with somebody who was making subpar videos in their house, in their room, in their basement about subjects that we all could like connect with. But now it's become a spectacle. Now, in order to consider yourself successful as a YouTuber, you have to have X amount of subscribers or X amount of views. You have to basically chase the algorithm. You have to try to produce videos that would be produced by Hollywood. Part of the reason that I thought a lot of people resonated with YouTube was because it it wasn't Hollywood. Because it was just everyday people doing everyday things. And just like good advice or, you know, a common place where people with common interests can come and hang out. I wanted it to be that way. To a certain extent, it could be that way. But, you know, if you're watching YouTubers put out videos that cost hundreds of thousands of dollars to make with the best thumbnails, and they're they're on the metrics, they're checking every metric to make sure that they're crossing all of their T's and dotting all of their I's. So many YouTubers and content creators drown. They don't make it. Most YouTubers don't reach a thousand subscribers. Most YouTubers never get monetized. So I hear stories about young people chasing content creation. What do they want to be when they grow up? I want to be a YouTuber. But most YouTubers are not successful. Even if you're successful as a YouTuber, you're not making that much money except unless you're like at the very top tier. But watch and ask yourself, how many of these top tier creators are truly happy? Some of them might be, you know. But if you're forced to make videos based on the algorithm, if you're forced to make videos based on what you think other people will like and click on, How many of those videos are what they really care about or something they really genuinely connect with? I don't know. But this is not just about 
content creation. It's about people. It's about being a person. I don't want to hate politicians. I don't want to hate people. I also don't want to hate myself. I don't want to be able to, I don't want to have to be the type of person who can't engage with people I disagree with in fear of to- toxic anger or some kind of environment being created to where people are yelling and shouting at each other. I've had other friends who are content creators literally just lose their minds having some of these conversations. And it shouldn't be that way. I don't really think that most people in their day-to-day lives are yelling and hating each other. I think the internet makes us become much more devious, upset, foul, disrespectful, rude. We like videos where so-and-so destroys this person, so-and-so obliterates this person. But that's still a person, right? There are some people out there with some very bad ideas. But even after they're destroyed, that person has to go home to their family. They have a community they have to live in. Some some of these people can't go into stores. Some of these people can't take a walk in the park out of fear that somebody will attack them or that somebody will, you know, want to do harm. Is that a way to live? Yes. Somebody will say, well, these people ask for that. They ask to be famous. They ask for everybody to want to know who they are. That is true. But the biggest fear that I have is that human nature is the most dangerous thing to humans. We got to find a way to fight that because happiness is not something that isn't contagious. Like happiness can be contagious. A happy person can make another person happy. It can heal sadness. Think about somebody you may know or have known who suffer from drug addiction or some kind of illness. Sometimes the best thing you can do for that person is to be there for them. Sometimes the best thing you can do is pick up the phone and have a conversation instead of sending a text. Sometimes you can, you know, get in your car and meet somebody at a place. Y'all sit down and see each other smile. You can smell that person's scent. You can read their facial expressions, their body language. You can't really replace that because honestly, it's just how we, how we're made is, you know, humans are social creatures, but we're trying to be social while removing centuries upon centuries of behaviors. We're trying to remove the actual in person. And I don't think it's working. Like I could make a video about politics. I could sit here and do a reaction video to a music video. I could do those things. How often do I get a chance to sit down and just be a person? Not trying to sell you anything. Not trying to swindle anybody out of their money. If anything is free, you're the product. If anything is free, you're the product. And many times we think that free content is somehow a great thing, but you're paying a cost for it. These 
corporations, these companies, they have you down to a science. They know what makes you tick. They know what next video to put in front of you to keep you watching so they can collect data on you and sell you advertisement. It's a formula. So if you think that they can figure out all of this stuff, do you really think that you're in control? Do you really think that you have some kind of autonomy over your happiness and success? And that's one thing I'm worried about the most. If I want to be angry, I want to be angry because I I chose to be angry, not because somebody wanted to manipulate me and feed me a bunch of different, you know, content videos that produce anger in me. So I just want to be a person. I want to have a life. I want everybody else to have the same thing. I don't want any enemies. I don't want anybody to hate me. I've had a lot of time in my life to create those things. And sometimes I don't know how to not be me. So I'm making some changes. I no longer use any political labels. I don't call myself a conservative anymore. I don't consider myself a Republican, a Democrat, a liberal. I don't. Just a person. And it's okay to just be a person. Let's talk about issues individually. I don't want to have to buy the whole package. It's perfectly fine. But if I join a team, that means I have to be against somebody else because somebody else is playing on the opposite team. And I find myself trying to defend or fight for positions that make no logical sense because I bought into the team. No tribe is the new tribe. I want to try this clear pill politics, clear pill ideology where I have no allegiance. It's just me, an individual. And I'm transparent. You can see through me because I'm willing to be honest. If I don't know something, I don't know something. If I change my mind, I change my mind. If I don't like something, I don't like it. Regardless of the people who mostly agree with me on everything says I, I should feel a way about a particular subject. I don't want to have to think about that. But a lot of content creators do. They have to toe the line. Audience capture is a real thing. I want to put out videos when I'm ready. I want to put out videos about the videos I want to make. And the people who want to see my videos should be able to see them. But how can you make videos on YouTube that you really genuinely care about if it goes against what the algorithm says people want to see? I don't know. But maybe people do want to see that video. They just haven't heard about it. They just don't know to look for it. I don't know how to fix that. But I want to remove the curtain. I really do. I would like to remove the curtain. I don't have the best camera. I don't have the best setup, the best lights, the best microphone, but it's pretty good. It's good enough. I like what I've done. I consider myself successful in that. I remember not having a thousand subscribers on YouTube and that's all I cared about. It's just like, why was it so hard to get to a thousand? Then I got to a thousand and then I shot up from a thousand to 
over 11,000 like that. And then everything just slowed down. My, my, my YouTube channel got flagged and everything just went to a halt. And I started stressing about that. And then I reminded myself, you were stressing about just a thousand subscribers. Now you're 10 times that, 11 times that. And you're still worried about what's next? What's next? How about take a second to pat yourself on the back? What have you accomplished today? What What's something you did today that you're proud of? Did you tell your child that you love them or your spouse that you love them? Did you finish a project? Did you start on a project? There are so many different things that you can look at and just appreciate the small successes. I think that contributes to happiness. Now, making this video, I don't even know how many people are going to listen to it. I really don't. Most people might just be like, ah, maybe in the first few minutes of watching the video, it was like, I'd rather watch something else. But that's what it's about. It's, it's about keeping you entertained. It's about keeping you focused in. Like, we have to reserve your attention span as long as possible. Well, some people want to play that game, but we got some real problems in society. And I really don't think we understand how much of an impact of where we are is having on the futures. I think uh, my audience understands more than most other people's audience because we talk about these things all the time, but I've debated people of different stripes. I've been on different shows and I just don't feel like most of these people are truthfully willing to just be people. It's always about how can I score a point? not allowing this person to get away with this point. How can I, you know, piss the other person off? Or how can I let my audience know I won? And I've been in some debates where I trashed my opponent and rightfully so. But when all of that's over, when the lights go off, the camera goes off, you're left with yourself. And what kind of person are you? What kind of person do you want to be? So you got so many different categories going on. You got the politics, the red pill, the religion. You got the technology, the entertainment. You got so many different facets of content creation. And I just want to do what makes me happy. Hopefully what makes me happy can bring happiness to other people. So, some people might think I put this video out because it's been a little minute. Uh, it's been about two weeks since I put out a video kind of like on politics or for the podcast or anything of that sort. But I've just been in my head trying to think about who I am and where I want to be. And what I want to do. But. We only get one life. As far as I know. And when it's over. Will you be happy with the person you were? Did you take advantage of all the opportunity around you? 
Did you take a moment to breathe and smell the flowers? To just appreciate all the things that are going good? Most of us got some food to eat, a roof over our heads, a bed to lay in, and we're angry all the time. We're so upset with people who are making the world a worse place. But guess what? No matter how much anger you get, it's going to be something to be angry about tomorrow and the next day and the next day. Because if you're looking for something, you will find it. So I'm not going to edit this video. I'm rambling, just putting my thoughts out. This is Javier Javier. They say make sure you say it twice. <laughs> Funny story how I came up with that, but it stuck. But I miss my friends. I miss the other content creators who didn't make it as far as I did, who stopped, who gave up. I miss our conversations. I miss being happy. So let's try to be happy. So peace and glory. Um, before I get out of here, just want to let you know some new merch on the merch store, some Harvey Lobby related content. The link is in the description. If you want to check it out, uh, you can choose peace or you can choose glory. There's two different options. It's team peace, team glory. And you get to decide for yourself based on what design you want. Uh, if you like it, buy something. It helps support me. But at the same time, I make my designs myself. I'm not sure if I'm a good maker of designs. I might need help with that, but I'm not at that level yet. And also... You know, with all the advertisement and sponsors, I've never really been able to get into it. But I do what I can and hope that people like it. Uh, but it's there for those people who say, hmm, I could wear that. But I'm going to buy myself some merch and uh, I'm going to rock it. And hopefully uh, we'll go from there. Also, there are links in the description for Patreon if you want to support me there. If you want to become a member of my YouTube channel, the link's there as well. Uh, there's my Hobby Lobby wish, uh, Amazon wish list where I put up items there that you could purchase and they will send it to me if you want to support me that way. There's just different ways you can support me because I want to have a community. I don't want to be selling you something. I really just don't. I don't want to do the bidding of corporations. I really just don't. Because it doesn't make me happy. Peace and glory, everybody. Be peaceful and be great. Until next time, I'm out.